welcome back to Starting Point. So glad you're here. My name is Jeff, and I have the privilege of being the team here as lead pastor. Now, we've talked about how everything has a starting point, including our faith. And this week, we're going to look at rules, specifically the rule of rules, why rules are important. Now, rules are often the centerpiece in religious life. Obedience determines whether you're a good Muslim, Jew, Catholic, Presbyterian, Baptist. Now think about it. If you're a Muslim, you have the five pillars of Islam. If you're Catholic, you have the seven sacraments. For a Jew, Ten Commandments, and for a Christian, the law of Christ. Now, in some cases, disobeying the rules will get you kicked out of a faith community. Each spin-off group has its own subset of rules. What happens is it fuels the sense of judgment that rules are always assume a relationship. Hmm. Now think about how rules always assume a relationship. On one hand, you have the family model. Relationship precedes the rules. Parents establish rules for kids. Parents don't establish rules for other people's kids, even though we may want to sometimes, especially putting our other neighbor's kids on restriction. But then on the other hand, you have the club model. In some cases, there's agreement with the rules. And that's how a relationship is established up front. Like if I'm an employee, I sign paperwork to be part of a gym. I have to sign paperwork. A fraternity is the same thing. A contract is signed or an oath is taken. The relationship is contingent upon following the rules. Now, maybe your family functioned more like this than the actual family model. Then there's the neighborhood association model where they don't kick you out. They just don't talk to you. They leave nasty notes in your mailbox until you remove the above ground pool and trampoline from your front yard. In the world of faith and religion, this can get confusing. Is it like our parents where you don't get kicked out, just disciplined? Or is it more like the club where you are in and out based on compliance. You and I, we have an opportunity to sort it out when it comes to faith. And we get a couple of helpful clues from a story surrounding the giving of the Ten Commandments, which occurred approximately in 1446 BC. They appear about 1500 years before Jesus and 2100 years before Islam. Now, what I want to do is I want to pick up where we left off last week with Abraham. God had promised him a nation. And God fulfilled his promise to Abraham. Eventually, Abraham had two sons. He had Ishmael with Hagar, Sarah's servant. But Sarah later gives birth to Isaac. Abraham dies without seeing the promise fulfilled. He doesn't die a nation. He dies a father. So eventually, Isaac had a son named Jacob, whom God renamed Israel. Jacob had 12 sons. And the descendants of Abraham were eventually enslaved in Egypt. After waiting 400 years, they finally become a nation, the nation of Israel. So, what does Exodus remind you of? Exit, right? And this is the book about a big exit. It's also the book where we find the law, the Ten Commandments. Three months after they left Egypt, the descendants of Abraham gather at the foot of Mount Sinai in the Sinai Desert. Moses goes up the mountain and God gives him the law for the people. And God begins to announce his relationship with the nation, not simply his requirements in Exodus 20, 1 through 3. You shall have no other gods before me. Okay, 
So let me get this straight. We've been slaves our entire lives. And out of nowhere, a deliverer shows up. Nature goes crazy in our favor. And the next thing you know, we're headed into our own land. And you want to be our God. See, the Ten Commandments were a confirmation of, not a condition of, Israel's relationship with God. God wasn't giving them laws to get in. He was giving them laws because they were already in as his people. So the story of the Ten Commandments teaches us one one new lesson and affirms what we discovered last week. With God, relationship precedes rules. God opted for the family model over the club model. Israel disobeyed, and God, like any good parent, counted to three, then put them back in timeout. (laughs) That's one way to look at it. God exiled them, and he brought them back. See, God refused to give up on his people because he made a covenant with his people, and that covenant was a one-sided covenant that he made with Abraham, saying, listen, this is up to me to deliver on. I know you're going to fail. I know your people are going to fail, but I'm going to deliver on this covenant. Hmm. See, the relationship was initiated by a single act of trust. And just like we saw last week with Abraham, see, neither Abraham nor Israel obeyed their way in. Try as they might, they could not disobey their way out. A relationship with God is established through trust. So, What is the rule of rules? The rules are a confirmation of, not a condition of, a relationship with God. God gives rules to those who are in a relationship with him. This makes me wonder if maybe God just loved Abraham more than everybody else. If he loved Israel more than everybody else. Sometimes I get to thinking, does God play favorites? And maybe the rest of us better behave or else. And then we kind of think about the club model. And honestly, let's just be honest. As we discover in this relationship with Jesus, it's actually God's love for the world that drove him to keep his promises to Abraham and Israel. God made, a, God made Abraham and Israel a promise that went beyond Abraham or Israel in Genesis 18, 18 and Isaiah 49, 6. He says, all the nations on the earth will be blessed through you. Who's doing the blessing? God. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles that my salvation may reach the ends of the earth. He wasn't just going to stop with Israel, but he was going to build the church. See, this was never about Abraham or Israel. This was about the world. This is about you and me thousands of years later. So we should not be surprised to find out when Jesus appeared 1,500 years later that he too would offer demonstrations of power like Israel experienced in Egypt, because he was God in the flesh. And then invite people to trust him. See, John, who knew him from the beginning, summarized this way in John 1.12, Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become the children of God. Now we're going to pick it up there next week. See, this week in your group, consider this question. Growing up, did you feel like religion was based on the family model, club model, or neighborhood association model?